Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to Living Better in San Diego. I'm Vicki Pepper. Always a passionate snowboarder, Amy Purdy's life changed suddenly at age 19 when she was hospitalized with a meningococcal meningitis, a rare disease that caused her to go into septic shock, suffer kidney failure, partial hearing loss, and have both of her legs amputated below her knees. Despite the mental toll and physical change to her body, she found a way to thrive and become an athletic champion. Amy's now one of the most decorated Paralympic snowboarders of all time, a New York Times bestselling author, and a critically acclaimed inspirational speaker to help other people strive, achieve, and remain resilient no matter what their own obstacles. She's also been on The Amazing Race and Dancing with the Stars. Thank you for joining me. Thanks so much for having me. Amy, you were so young when life as you knew it changed. What effect did that have on your mental health? Gosh, I I mean, you know, it came out of the blue. I felt like I had the flu one day and all of a sudden I was fighting for my life. And then I found out that I was losing both of my legs, below the knees. And on top of that, I needed a kidney transplant. Um, it was incredibly overwhelming. And my life was so uncertain. I had no idea what the future held. And I had no idea what I'd be able to do. And so I am grateful that I, I had a couple things that I really fell back on that helped me through my toughest days. And one of those things was my family. I was so grateful to have my family by my side and support me in the hospital. And and then also just I started to focus on, you know, I can't control the things that I lost. I can't control the things that happened to me, but I can focus on the things I have and the more grateful I became for just, you know, my family, my doctors, I thank God there is such thing as prosthetic legs, like the things that I have in my life versus what I don't have, I started to feel myself become more resilient, more strong. And I think a lot of that is what helped me get to where I'm at today. A lot of people's mental health suffered during the pandemic lockdown. How can we better address mental health challenges? I think, um, first of all, we all are going through challenges right now, and we're going to go through them in our lives. So it's really important that we do address it, but we have to be aware of it, you know, just being self-aware. If you're not feeling like your best self, if you're feeling fatigued or tired or not driven like you usually are, you don't have to be diagnosed with anxiety or depression to need some guidance and support with your mental health. You know, we focus on our physical health so much. We go to the gym. We know how important it is. We know we should be working out or we do work out, but we oftentimes don't focus on our mental health. It goes on the back burner when really it should be our priority because that determines how we step into the world, how we feel, you know, how how we see ourselves in the world. So it's really important that we make sure we've got ourselves in a spot where we're really taking care of our mental health And that could be, there's so many different ways to do that. I mean, you could do that through good sleep, through good nutrition, through making sure you are working out. All of that supports mental health huge, but also utilizing the resources that are available to us, 
like these days, because of COVID, we have this incredible technology, which is to be able to connect to our doctors and our therapists uh, virtually and through telehealth. And so I would encourage anybody who's out there that just feels like you need a little bit support to get through what you're going through to reach out to therapists and and use this technology that exists. You're now retired from competitive sports. What was that transition like for you? Uh, Not an easy one. (laughs) And even though I was accomplished, I did everything I wanted to do. Yet it has been such a transition because I've been an athlete. I've been a competitive athlete for so long. And that's what drove me every day to wake up and work out and go to the gym. And then suddenly I didn't have that anymore. And to be honest, I'm still in that transition. I'm still trying to find what my next move is. Like, where can I put that competitive energy if it's not in sport? In fact, I just started connecting with a therapist through telehealth because my therapist is in Vegas and I'm in Colorado. And I realized I'm going through transition and I don't know how to get through this. And so I've been connecting with my therapist weekly and I'm just so grateful every time I get off of an appointment, I think it's so cool that I can just do this from my computer and I don't have to fly to Vegas or even drive to a place. So that's helped me. I'm in the midst of that transition and that's helped me a lot. Tell us about your nonprofit, Adaptive Action Sports. So my husband and I, we started a nonprofit organization in 2005 And we help athletes with disabilities get involved in action sports like snowboarding and skateboarding. In fact, we train the majority of athletes who are on the U.S. Paralympic snowboard team. So we have a high-level performance kind of division to our organization where we coach athletes full-time to make the Paralympic Games. And, you know, I think for me, I just, it helped me actually go through my challenges when I was able to help others go through their own and kind of share the resources that I had and the knowledge that I kind of gained over time. I was able to help these other athletes as well. And I think, you know, in a broader way, I'm, I'm doing that as well, where the last 20 years was for me trying to figure out what I was capable of. But now I want to help others realize just what they're capable of. And in order to live your best life, and to thrive, you really need to have a resilient mind and you really need to have tools to fall back on to get through some of life's challenges. And so, you know, I want people to know that there's resources out there and nextgen.com is a great place for those resources. And yeah, I mean, we all have the ability, no matter what circumstances come our way, to live an abundant, full, happy life. The United States doesn't pay Olympic or Paralympic athletes for training. And like you said, that's a full-time job. How can the public support those athletes? Well, actually, you know, it depends on kind of where you're at with that. So if you're on the U.S. snowboard team for the Olympics and Paralympics, you actually do get paid. Um, And then these days, this is actually something incredible, is when you medal at the Games, you get paid. And, And what's amazing is the Paralympians are being paid the same as the Olympians, which is a huge change and a huge, um, just incredible, really, because you dedicate your life to sports. So you are being supported in that way. Where people need the support big time is actually the development program. So even our organization, Adaptive Action Sports, we're training all these athletes who want to make the U.S. snowboard team. 
We're training wounded veterans, people who have lost their limbs uh, from one thing or another. And it is very expensive to have a disability. It's even more expensive to have a disability and compete in sport. And so there's a lot of different grassroots programs out there where you can help Paralympic hopefuls or athletes with disabilities, you know, follow their athletic dreams. I've been speaking with Paralympic snowboarder Amy Purdy. Any last thoughts for us? Oh, gosh, I just want to say thank you so much for having me. And again, you know, if there's anybody out there who just feels like you need a little bit more guidance and tools to get through some of the challenges you're faced with, to make sure to go to nextgen.com forward slash nextgenmind. And there's a lot of great resources there. Thank you so much for speaking with us today. And thank you for being an inspiration. Thank you. Thanks so much. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.